0: Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here drinking Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast.
1: Yes, hello everybody, welcome to episode 211. So I'm not even going to do the normal spiel at the start of the episode. So last week, Gaming Twitter blew up with a certain article about a certain system where some absolute madman reviewed every single game for it. And honestly, the gaming side of Twitter didn't know how to take it. So, luckily for us, we actually knew some people who worked over there. We pulled a few strings. So with us tonight, if you know our show, you're familiar with our first guest. You know him from Thought Cops. He's also from Hard Drive Mag. He's Kevin POTUS.
2: What's up? How's it going, guys? <laughs> what up, dude?
1: Good talking to you again.
0: Glad of- to see you again, buddy.
1: And of course, last but not least, he is the co-founder and head writer of Hard Drive. We have Mark Roebuck with us. Mark, how's was, it going, man?
3: Was uh, Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so no, uh, uh, that, wasn't, that wasn't that wasn't very good, good. i apologize <laughs> i should appreciate you I, sh- I tried to follow kevin's was up i just couldn't <laughs> do it no thanks for having me, guys. this is this is exciting
1: no thank no. you for coming on but before we get started uh guys plug away plug all the stuff where can everybody find you
2: uh hard drive uh hard dash drive.net uh you can read this big article ranking every single n64 game we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about that i'm sure in a second here uh mm-hmm. like Jim was saying, I'm also on the podcast Thought Cops. We're taking a little breather, a little bit of a hiatus right now. We're going to be back uh soonish rather than late-ish. You can check that out wherever you can find your podcast, Thought Cops. We're coming up on episode 300. We want it to be good. We want to hit it right. So mm-hmm. come subscribe to us and be ready for that big 300, baby. Hell
0: yeah. I can't wait for that.
3: I would say also, uh, like Kevin said, Hard Drive, Hard Drive Mag, uh, all that stuff. I also have, uh, certainly compared to your guys' congratulations on your two and 300 episode counts, Uh, my wife and I have a relatively young podcast that I think we're about to release our eighth episode, so just an absolute infant, of course. But uh, it's called 50% Fresh. It's a movie podcast where we focus uh, on movies that got less than good reviews um, and tends to be a lot of things that we like that got bad reviews, us defending it, but along the way... Sometimes it's just fun to watch a piece of shit and, uh, you know, do stuff like that. So it's, you know, whether it be movies near and dear, it's opened us up to a fun, still a lot you can do with that premise, I think. And that's been a lot of fun. So, you know, a lot of movies near and dear to our heart, a lot of crap from the 90s, uh, you know, so on and so (laughs) forth. 50% fresh uh, on Twitter and wherever you can find podcasts, all that stuff, Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff.
1: I was actually listening to the newest episode about Jackass today, mm. and it was funny to Thank hear you. how, like, you're almost, like, getting, like, a villain for the show already, and you're only eight episodes <laughs> in. What's his name, like, oh. A. Stephen or
3: Steven? A A uh, O uh, A. O. Scott. A. Scott, is, that's yeah, right. yeah. a reviewer who just my wife does a great job we kind of have the workload sort of split my wife does a great job researching it so we talk about the movie our reaction to what we watch the movie my wife talks a lot about the critical response we kind of react to that and then i kind of handle the editing and, and all that stuff and just like yeah man i mean it's it's a, the whole thing criticism is also fucking arbitrary and everything else right but it is just like you just hit this thing where people are trying to talk about comedies or something and jackass is interesting here's what we do on the show we suck the fun out of uh, really fun movies but jackass is exciting in the way of like it just like it's the the first jackass movie the only one with uh bad enough rotten tomato scores to get like the squish or whatever the fuck whatever the bad thing is uh because like critics are just like as time went on they just realized like oh actually jackass is actually pretty funny and maybe like mm-hmm. uh you know it just so if you look at the rotten tomato scores they just go up to where jackass forever like 85 percent or something <laughs> like <laughs> some really stellar stuff and uh you know i think there's been a consistency. Uh, of the jackass movie you know what i mean i don't think too many people are like i don't like the first movie but i like the second movie and you know like it's just (laughs) is what it's So it's just kind of fun to point out how ridiculous critics can be sometimes or just that batman
2: begins dark Knight, humorless
3: yeah 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 so yeah that's definitely fun thanks for checking out the show by the way too but yeah we definitely have uh it's fun to just like kind of pick apart maybe some of the more humorless critics of the world and we always talk about too just like you know, this is your job. Were you watching this movie like on on noon at noon on a Wednesday or something? You know, because that's not why I watch a comedy. Because it was my job and I had to watch it on a Wednesday afternoon or something. So I think the whole I think the whole thing is a little dodgy. A lot, a <laughs> oh, yeah. lot of great
2: comedy movies do come on at like three p.m. on Comedy Central, though. You know,
1: and that you're right. It can it
3: can be an ideal time to be. <laughs> you're absolutely right.
1: Oh, does PCU yeah. still come on every once a month?
3: Oh my God, PCU! And I just remember. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like Monty Python and the Holy Grail was always about to come on. I remember the commercials or something with, with uh, Pendulette yelling about it at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, always in the middle of like a three-hour uh, Saturday Night Live block.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was a ton of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Kids in the hall. We had about four shows. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I, t- I love that concept. And so, do you guys already have like a whole list of movies you want to get to? Or is it like you just randomly go, okay, you know what? Let's see what this scored. Or do you we kind
3: of, yeah. Really we we sort of have a little spreadsheet where we both put some movies in there and then we look at, you know, the criticals. But sometimes it's funny to talk about like one of my, one of my favorite ones we've done is the movie Gotti with John Travolta because.
2: Oh, my God. I was just it, talking it, about that last night. It's just <laughs> it's
3: it's the craziest thing you've ever seen. I don't oh like it.
2: God. A movie pass uh, movie.
3: Yeah, it's 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 like it's this mob movie that also has like all these weird scandalous financial things. It's just too perfect. Like it's just there's too much going on. So on top of just like this funny like rough around the edges movie that they produced behind the scenes was all this really nefarious weird critics uh, that had never been published before giving it good reviews suspiciously and whatever, whatever you know. The trolls. All that stuff. This yeah. is
2: what happens <laughs> to trolls and haters. Yeah, that's
1: right.
3: That's right. Don't let the haters fool you. Come see the number one movie or whatever. Yeah, and it was like. <laughs> When, like, MoviePass was working and then it stopped working and then suddenly all you you could do was go see Gotti. (laughs) However that went down, I forget. (laughs) Well, it is
0: funny because Jim and I, uh, we – so for our Patreon, one of our things is uh, we have a specialty tier to do movie reviews. Oh, yeah. and. People love to throw really bad movie. I'll just say really bad movies. Or yeah. even some of the ones we pick. And it's funny because... It's mostly
1: the- me picking the bad ones because I like to torture the guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Brian, by the way, example. my next pick is going to be Gotti, just so you know.
0: Mm-mm. Well, we, you, you're, yeah. you're, not, you're actually vetoed from picking for a while because the last thing he made us watch... Was the latest Brendan Schaub stand-up special? So Ooh. he made us watch and review that, and I—I I see him nodding with pride. Yeah, yeah, part of it was just laziness because he knew it was only like 28 minutes long or something. Oh shit! But yeah, we and and I told him I said if you're gonna pick that, then you have to say something nice and something you liked about it. So that was the challenge. Good so wait,
3: work. was the something nice that the comedy special was only 28 minutes. <laughs> that was part of it. That was one of my points. <laughs> but like no i love
0: i love that concept and it's funny because now that you are going back and watching these movies you have this nostalgia for have you caught yourself going like yeah maybe that one didn't age as well
3: interesting um uh nothing comes to mind we're i think we're still just so far or not that far we're not that far along yet so that we're like still just like doing some pretty major ones for us. You know, so I, I'm fully uh, anticipating that potentially happening. But like the first episode we did was Airheads, which we just like love to death. And oh, it was like not, you know, so, so it's kind of like still a little bit on that level. Uh, there, so there's been too many. Um, we've actually only done, I, I like seeing a movie for the first time and doing it, which we did for the first time. The episode that comes out as of this recording, it'll 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 be tomorrow. But our you know most recent episode, whenever uh, we're just we did Basic Instinct, which I had never seen, which is pretty. Bad. I, f- I found to be a pretty bad movie, <laughs> but uh, not you know kind of worth a watch too. Um, uh, oh, also, so yeah. Oh, I'm sorry too to answer your question. We do have a spreadsheet, and so I'm really excited about how many things we're going to get to because I still feel like we have. I I, there, I have to decide which Van Damme movies we do and when and 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 how best to pepper them out because if you leave it to me we might just do like Street Fighter into Sudden Death into Lionheart or something and mm. I don't know if that's the best approach to releasing episodes that could be about anything <laughs> you know but but yeah so I, I, we're still just in those ones we're really excited about doing we just got a, what appears to be a bootleg DVD of Spice World in the mail so that that's uh, that'll be a fun one we're looking forward to <laughs> did you guys order that, that
2: or did it just show up apple well, uh, nothing. <laughs> I think, yeah,
3: we have fans too that are torturing us at this point. No, that's not true. Uh, we ordered yeah. it. That's one that uh my wife grew up as a. You know, that that that'll be another one. I hadn't I haven't seen yet. If you can believe it, but my wife grew up pretty into the Spice Girls, so that's one that she's. Uh, you know, as you'd imagine, find the fight for a little bit. Before. I'm very excited <laughs> seeing the <laughs> Spice Girls movie.
0: That's awesome. Now, uh, but like we said, yeah, make sure, please, guys. We have all the links below. Subscribe. To thought cops, subscribe to fifty percent fresh, and make sure you're checking out hard drive. But gents, um, we do appreciate you coming with us. Kev, I'm gonna start with you because I already saw you got your <laughs> Fosters, your giant ass I got beer my can. Big ass Fosters. I was like, <laughs> oh, man.
2: I'm like, you know what? I wanted to get like a nice like forty-ouncer or just a big can. And when I think of the big can, I'm always thinking of Australia's finest Fosters. I haven't had mm-hmm. one of these in a long time, and uh, it's okay. <laughs> i think he's being nice there yeah there's a little bit of a struggle before that it's uh it's you know there was no okay. hesitation there no it's fine it's uh you know comes in a big blue can
0: does it's what a it's novelty to. it's a novelty of it yeah right yeah. that's all it is <laughs> you're not getting it for the flavor <laughs> uh, just, just supporting uh australia
2: and their yeah they're 125 years of uh fosters Do you believe that
1: and thank God it's the only beer
2: to not go woke so far. So yeah. god damn. I, Kept being the <laughs> there's only a here. kangaroo on this can.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now what now what what about you, Mark? What are you stepping on tonight?
3: Uh I grabbed a few different uh things at the store today and I'm having some uh Line and Kugel summer shandy, which is just a fun uh a beer I enjoy as this time of year approaches. I don't think I don't know how much of it I'll drink uh yeah you know well, once the summer but you know and uh I, I mentioned i think a little bit off the air too but i uh grew up out here in michigan my wife and i were in arizona for the last few years so we're back in michigan so i'm still just into uh the midwest beers that i kind of missed that weren't readily available out there so okay. with line and kugel i've been enjoying my my bells two hearteds and my atwater uh yeah. etc stuff like that so yeah
0: nice now and kugel is uh It's one of those ones that I feel like a lot of people try for the first time after a lot of macros and then they grow out of it and kind of forget about it. But every time you pick it up, you're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty damn good, especially around the summertime.
3: The circle back. Yeah, I was just talking to my Mm -hmm. wife about it when I when I when I brought these home where it's like I remember it's like not to be Mr. Like, you know, whatever, but like it's almost like the anti too cool for school because like I used to hang out at. This uh, like about a decade ago, I was at a comedy club in Lansing, Michigan that I frequented and like it just would like everyone would get excited when this beer would be on tap, you know, and it was like kind of a cool new thing. And then like things do, it became kind of really popular. And then I think it kind of took on more. It's like maybe not too far from like, like Mike's Hard Lemonade or something. It's not like a beer beer. And that's fair. You know, it is a fucking lemonade beer. What can you do about it? But uh, so so then with that, I think it, it cooled off. But like you said, now it's like you just circle back and go, that's actually a pretty good beer on like a nice summer night or something, you know?
0: Oh, you're uh, you're talking the same here. Like in the Northeast, that was one of the ones when it would be on type. You're like, oh, that's the one that tastes like Fruity Pebbles. Like the original <laughs> one was so damn good. And then, yeah, yeah it started once they started expanding – got hated on because god forbid it doesn't just taste like pine like you gotta you have it, <laughs> you have right. any other flavors right. you get that's hated right. on but yeah now i'm definitely i pick that up anytime i'm going somewhere or going to a party because that's something everyone ends up enjoying they might fuss looking at the can but it's still right. good that's right yeah that's right. what about you chambers what you drinking
1: um i'm keeping it summary as well uh from good old local yards brewing have their summer crush so, nice. good old citrus wheat beer, 5% alcohol, it's just, it's another one like Lion Google, it's just like a perfect summer beer. And since we're in the throes of no IPA May, that's the little gimmick we do during May to just oh. get people to drink something to hell else. And <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what, it's a solid one, its, it's you're not going to be disappointed with it, just sit back on a hot day and you'll be good.
0: So unfortunately, I'm the boring one tonight. I am not drinking beer because I am on medication that you really shouldn't mix with beer, so
2: come on, you can't man. do that tonight, yeah, so I'm just <laughs>
0: doing boring ass lacroix, so,
2: yeah, hey, that's a great I, f- is that
0: key lime? It is key lime. That is a great oh?
2: flavor. That's my favorite flavor. <laughs> you <laughs> spotted that key lime. You got it fast. Yeah. Via, I saw via Zoom. That can. Like, wow. man, oh, that over here, man. I want it.
0: Dude, that, 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 that's my go to one. That and the, uh, was it the raspberry or Raz something? They're, those are really the only two I have. So yeah. the same. So, shit, you know, you know, kind of yeah.
3: Kevin Kevin would trade you his giant fosters for that if we were for all God. in yeah, person.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to mess with this medicine thing, but I do want that. No,
3: yeah.
2: Key line yeah. Lacroix.
3: What is that like? Is that thirty-two ounces, or what? Is, what is in your hand? Is that twenty, twenty-four, thirty-two? Uh, I don't. The same. Some Australian unit of measurement. I don't know.
0: Twenty-five point four fluid
3: ounces. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Twenty-five.
0: Man. Mm, nice. No, That's I, a doozy. I, I, I said I am a, I am a big sucker for those big novelty cans. Oh, no, same um, here. Asashi like, does it too with their dry, their. Yes, it was right next the, to this, the Super Dry. Yeah, Super Dry. Because we used to go to this one, um, the it, it was a Japanese karaoke bar downtown, Yakitori Boy, and they just would say, "Do you want the Godzilla?" And give us those. Like you would, you would like pay like three bucks because it was dirt cheap or something. I mean, I used but, to like yeah. get these
2: big cans back in college. It's like if you go to a party or something, it's like. If you don't want to like drink a lot, it's like just get one big can, a forty ounce or twenty five point four ounce, yeah. and then you're, yeah. you know, you're set. You know, yeah. yeah. There
3: could be an awkwardness sometimes if you have like, where where do I put all my beer or so, or exactly. just like yeah, yeah. there could yeah. be depending on the setup sometimes like a an issue presents itself. Yeah. But if you're like, mm-hmm. No thanks. I brought a big beer. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's my big blue beer. Nobody can have any. <laughs> what does that come in then? Do you just buy them? Do you buy them solo then? They yeah, comes like solo. a six pack. Okay. Okay. Yeah
0: awesome <laughs> i'd be terrified of a
2: six-pack of this thing you know yeah i was just yeah <laughs> really hurt somebody
0: <laughs> now kev i mean uh i know like I said you we mentioned you're taking a little hiatus but have you had any time to do any gaming this past uh, week or so? yeah yeah brian i've
2: actually been playing a little indie game recently it's kind of weird it's like uh it's like a crafting game but it's also mm-hmm. like a action adventure game
0: so it's like fortnite meant Minecraft, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's called the Legend of Zelda: <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom,
3: and I,
0: <laughs> I think can't stop. Think I've it, heard.
2: Is it about that. a girl? I
3: don't okay, think that's it, out yet.
2: This is so yeah. confusing. They didn't come out. Let me yet. clear this up. I don't know why they called it this, but you play as a guy named Wink. You don't play as Zelda. It's mm. very fucking confusing, but mm. just it's just a fun game. It's a fun little game. Check it out. Um, <laughs> it's I'm a fun fun playing it constantly. Game. I'm thinking about playing it right now. yeah it's uh it's it's been consuming me
1: so you like everyone else i've seen who's like 40 hours in and hasn't even touched a story yet
2: i i've been kind of like pacing myself out um because what's fun about the game is it's it's pretty hard for a zelda game not that zelda games are like easy per se not that a easy game is bad even because i recently played legend of zelda minish cap and like Mm. I died one time and then I've probably died 70 times so far in Tears of the Kingdom. Like, you need... Like, you could just rush to the story but everything is so fucking... Like, everything will beat your ass down if you don't take the time to explore and do side quests and do all these little things. So, it's like, they don't force you to or tell you to but it's like, if you get to a point in the adventure where you're really struggling, it's like, maybe I should go... Help that guy find his missing horse or something, you know? Yeah, I'm hearing
1: that like, like buddies of mine are playing it, and they're like, "I just started, I'm getting one shotted by bobkins already," and I'm yeah, just like, "It's crazy." Really?
2: And I, I think like, you know, I'll, I'll do a bunch of side stuff, and then I'll go do a story chunk, and then I'll do a bunch of side stuff, and kind of space it out that way. And I realized that as I was playing more today. Like, the more you play, they start to cycle in harder enemies.
0: Because mm. I'm like, I don't think I've seen Ooh. that thing
2: before. And, like, That's the enemy, cool. like, class types start to upgrade the more you play, like, to kind of, like, level where you're at. So, so you like, mean, so you're n- not wherever just falling you're. Over. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, regardless of where you are, they'll still know to, like, put the right harder yeah, enemies yeah, like, in front of you. Yeah.
2: I, I went to, like, the third dungeon, because you can do them in any order. Like, well, the third dungeon for me. And I'm like, these enemies are definitely harder. I'm like, if I came here first, right. would I have been like out of my league? I'm like, I don't think so. It just I they just like cycle stuff in, which is a very smart way to do a nonlinear game.
1: mm mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Um But yeah, it's it's very fun, very charming. Uh little indie game. Check it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say one of my favorite things of Twitter right now is seeing the absolute crazy contraptions and vehicles and airplanes being built in that game where it's just they're building stealth bombers that like are remote yeah. drones in that game or mm-hmm. like walking mechs with like flamethrowers going everywhere like i'm like jesus christ that just watching that actually like gives me joy i'm like all right that's pretty goddamn right. funny cuz like i think I'm, like oh no go ahead i'm not
2: like of that mindset cuz I, I i feel like i saw like a funny cybershell tweet where he mentioned something like the younger generation has an advantage over us because they've been playing so much Minecraft and everything for so long that like Mm -hmm. they can they just know how to build stuff and then like the first like 20 hours of this game I'm like what if I attached a log to a (laughs) boat that could work.
3: Mm-hmm. That was me. Damn. I laughed my ass off and tweeted a picture. I put a spoon ladle or like a soup ladle at the end of a mop. no it was just my weapon. Like <laughs> I, I really other people genius. are building co- tractors and yeah, right, stealth bombers yeah. and everything.
2: A lot of the puzzles in the game are really fucking hard too, and it's like it, it like it's like they they mess with my brain in a way that I wasn't expecting. And there are sometimes I try my hardest to finish a puzzle and it's not going the way I wanted to, and then I'm like what if I try to break it by doing this other thing? And then sometimes it's like my jaw drops to the floor. I'm like, that worked? Mm -hmm. Like It's definitely not the way you're quote-unquote supposed to do it, but those moments where you can even like break something the right way to make it work, it's just like, I can't believe I made that work. I can't believe I figured that out after trying to do it the right way for so long.
3: I think, too, even like I don't have... I I don't have like the you know like using the Minecraft brain or whatever you know I'm pretty yeah, pretty yeah. Uh, primitive in some of these things but even then the first time I just like made a there's like a you find a flat little platform and you attach a hook to it and you throw it up on a railing <laughs> and it's all rickety but you ride it like that's so exhilarating and you're like I did exactly what they led me I glued point A to point B but it's still like I'm fucking doing it <laughs> you know? I can so do it all. Yeah. so I can, can imagine that. these guys that are building things and you're actually like is this gonna fly when I shoot a fucking arrow at it like that is I'm sure that's exhilarating when it like goes mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, one of the uh, articles I saw was interesting is that the power you have in there, the ascend where you go up through surfaces, was actually a cheat for the devs when they were coding it to, like, Uh, do it. And the developer was like, that just looks fun to do. Like, (laughs) what if we just make that a power in the game? So it was just a way for them to go through the surfaces quicker and, like, like, do stuff. He's like, build that as like a cheat for the game so yeah it was literally like an old school cheat that they just made a power i'm like yeah of course people would enjoy doing that
3: yeah yeah (laughs) i saw a great post that said you're not stuck you just forgot about the ascendability Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is it's like yeah you're thinking in very like yeah it's funny anytime a video game kind of like expands your video game brain right and you're like oh it's not just i need to find the key or whatever it's like oh if I, oh, I could just like fly up through this motherfucker. You know Dude, I, I, mean?
2: I, I am ashamed to say how long I was stuck in a cave at one point because I'm like, how the hell do I get out of here? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh my god, what if I just ascended through the fucking ceiling? And then <laughs> there I am. Like I was. In <laughs> to there be for- fair, it's a
3: it's a new power for Link. He didn't always used to be yeah. able to just yeah. Superman his way through whatever he wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now what about you Mark have you uh, been enjoying that title as well
3: I haven't played Zelda but to be honest sometimes I don't sit down to game until it's late at night and a game like that I just I don't have that right you know what I mean like I want to be uh, just like I want to chill out a little bit more like Zelda's been great like weekend afternoon gaming or something you know uh, so very much that but uh, at night I the, uh, lately the two I've been stuck kind of just my junk food gaming a little bit uh, I, With no disrespect I love these games but I'm playing the Power Wash Simulator I'm like almost through everything in there yep and that was just a game like, I knew it existed. Uh, my wife played it uh, first, you know, and I just knew like one day I'm going to buy that game. I'm going to know exactly what that game is. And then that day finally came and I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I keep wishing I had something cool to chill out and play like on that right. you know, and it's been that it's just yeah, it's amazing. And then Did you
2: get the Final Fantasy seven DLC
3: yeah they've added it's so cool the tomb raider and final fantasy stuff has been free so it's just like oh it's, awesome. it's just in there which is fun so i'm a little bit through i mean i think like i'm about halfway through the final fantasy stuff and it's so funny because it's like you're taking jobs for different characters and it's all just via text messages in the game but like you're you're cleaning up uh, i'm gonna is how do you, tifa tifa uh, these these uh, things i always see tifa. i don't know how to say out loud tifa they like, say so you're doing yeah. her whole bar and she's texting you. oh thanks i got some other stuff going on so if you can clean the place up for me that'd be great you know so she little like show up yeah, it's all just very, yeah, empty empty locations and, and vehicles yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, that's been great. And then the other one, I, I, I think it's a little bit low-key right now. I really like the Apple Arcade service, and um, I was almost letting it lapse, and then because Apple Arcade was putting, like, one or two new games up a week, and then I accidentally let it slip by. I was like, oh, fuckers, my five bucks, and then they literally dropped 20 new games, and there's still some good ones I want to get to, but there's a... It's going to be, like, other things on Apple Arcade that I think it'll come off of its year-exclusive, whatever, and then things like what the golf or other games that came out and kind of became just steam games my prediction and i don't know anything about this my guess this ninja turtles game i've been playing that is just a complete hades clone but you're the goddamn ninja turtles is so fun i cannot stop playing it tmnt splintered fate i think respect the pun right Mm. um but yeah i've been playing on my ipad just hook up like a ps4 controller to it or something Mm. um it is just, like, you know how, like, sometimes a game is so good, we all are just like, hey, that's just a genre now. Grand Theft Auto, hey, that's just a genre now. And not that Hades didn't take things from other, but their exact version of, like, what they did. It's just the Ninja Turtles doing that. It's a co-op. You can yeah. do four players if you want to. But just, like, the the branching and, like, the, the way that the story plays out through the loops over and over and shit like that, uh, it's just, like, again, i probably lose my gamer card. But I could be playing Zelda, but it's like, man, I don't play a fucking Turtles game, <laughs> you know? That's pretty much yeah, I love that. It's yeah, really that sounds fun. like one it, I'm definitely gonna try. Check it out. I mean, it's probably not you know, it's it's app, Apple Arcade. Oh, sorry, if my dogs are gonna come in and be loud. Um, Apple Arcade's obviously not like the most, <laughs> you know, the, the best way to launch a game or whatever. But like, yeah, it just it just really feels like a a fucking home run,
0: guys. Yeah, could and you go it's funny you these? mentioned Power Wash Simulator. So uh, that was one of the games I did beat this year. And just like you, I had just finished. Uh, it was like Witcher Three it was like a really long game and I was mm-hmm. like I needed something just as a brain scrub yeah. like I, yeah. I need something where I like I don't think I just do it whatever and yeah that game is strangely addicting and, and we talked about it when all these job games like Lawn mower, mower simulator this like I'm like who would like want to play that? <laughs> and then I played it. I was like, son of a bitch, there is a comedy like yeah. just <laughs> All right, I'm just going to do it. So, yeah, I, I definitely see the appeal in that game. Do you guys I, think I those like it...
2: started off as like a joke from the developers? Like, this is kind of a funny idea. And then people started playing it, and they're like, this is actually, like, that, that term people use, like, oddly satisfying. Yes. yes. Oh yeah.
3: I wonder if it was things like I used to play Link to the Past and just run around and kind of mow the lawn, <laughs> you know? And yeah. Like not, just like a little patch of grass you could find. So I wonder if anyone just grew up as like one day they should be a game of just that and like kids like that really just grew huh. up and made those games or something, you know? Or yeah. like you no, said, I was so, think yeah. so
0: for sure. Yeah. <coughs> like there, it, I I think we're in a weird time now. There's the volume of games out there. You, if you have a niche for anything, you'll probably find it. Mm-hmm. And like. I mean, shit, there's how many games out there right now about moving? As Jim is saying, he's going to be in the process of moving from house to house. It's a nightmarish thing. It's fucking
1: but miserable, but everyone loves unpacking, and I want to play yeah. unpacking. And I'm like, yeah. I want to yeah. play digital moving. I don't want to actually move. Do you think yeah. Once you're
2: done with the move, do you think you're going to play that game? Or are you, I are might. You good?
1: Maybe, maybe I should, and I'll be like, why was it mine like this?
3: <laughs>
1: Just throw
0: my Switch in anger. Jim, speaking of being angry and games you should be, should be playing... How's Tetris 99 going?
1: Not good, Brian. Still not oh. good. Still. So, like, just for a little background for you guys. Uh, so, like, years ago when Tetris 99 first came out, it's all I talked about. I was obsessed with it. And Brian's That's like, fun. Jim, I guarantee I will beat it before you. And, of course, the motherfucker did. But what I didn't realize is, like, four years later, I'd still be playing it and still haven't won a goddamn game. Still have not been first <laughs> place. So, What's I'm trying it's what it's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to be like the goal
0: for the end of the year. Just give it to me once. That's all. <laughs> Before they pull it from the switch shop, like Pac-Man 99. Yeah. What, or, oh, thank
3: you. That they just announced that. I was I was trying to remember what the thing was, but Pac-Man. they're like ending. Yeah. Yeah. They're at least okay. giving
1: you like a couple months of heads up and like giving you ways that you can play it offline. Like they're gonna put in bot modes and stuff like that. So you can at least still enjoy it and enjoy the DLC that you had bought for it. So at least they're giving you that. It isn't like with like fun. Super Mario 35 and they just like yanked it. Like you don't get to touch this yeah. at all anymore.
2: I-, I had fun with Pac-Man '99, and like I just stopped playing it for a while. But then it seems like, like it did not have the shelf life that Tetris '99 has. Like I don't know why. It just seems like people who are really into Tetris '99 continue to play it, but then Pac-Man '99, it's like it came and went, and then now it's going away. And like I feel like a guilt where I'm like, should I? W- did I do something wrong? Should
0: I have been playing more Pac-Man? <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have given you more now, I mean, it's well, here's the deal that number one, I think it's absolutely ridiculous unless it like literally has a player base of like under a hundred people. Why would you need to pull it? You're Nintendo, you're telling me like you can't no. maintain those servers. I know they're shitty at their online stuff, but like you're telling me you really can't maintain that um because yeah, people like this competitive gaming thing, and I thought that game was doing well. But to see it being fun. pulled, I'm just like, uh, uh, okay, so yeah, it's a very odd choice to be pulling that. But yeah, but Chambers. So that's why you need you need to put in some work and get this Tetris beat before. And I, I, had, I had to what take a little break it? from it. You, you <laughs> so, could miss
2: your chance. It could, it could be gone any day now. Yeah, I
1: know it's gonna be that thing where I'm gonna take off like days from work just to try and beat it when they announce they're taking that down. Like fuck, <laughs> I need this. Just give it to me. But uh, yeah, besides that, I finally went back, and Kevin and I might have some words about this. Finally went back and finished Sonic Adventure two.
2: Ah yes, Kevin. And, and you love the it, game's right? awful. <laughs> it's <Come> awful. <laughs>
1: it's goddamn unplayable these days.
2: Okay, I, to be fair, to be fair, I have not played it in a while, but I I love the Sonic Adventure games. Um, they're not great. They have their issues. They definitely do. But there was a certain charm to them that sonic games prior and definitely after kind of don't have exactly like i'd say the genesis sonic games are probably better but there's a certain something to those like two dreamcast games they're so good and the gamecube ports especially are so fucking fun but sonic adventure 2 battle um actually you know what i just realized i'm wearing a chow garden t-shirt right now does this bother you jim you know what it does a little bit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <a short> yeah
1: <dependency?
3: laughs> he really he took it in I mean, yeah yeah no, she is, really really is wearing if, that if, if this shirt defends you i'll help you pack <laughs> oh my god thank you kevin i appreciate it but yeah
1: i mean like man i was just fucking miserable the whole time playing it like the sonic levels like sonic gets uncontrollable or he'll hit a like clip a wall and like all momentum's gone i'm like oh that's fun and then the tails levels are like fine but they're boring and then the knuckles levels you're just like aimlessly
2: looking around for those goddamn shards have you I played sonic like, adventure one no i never did okay because like that game is like i feel like you would definitely hate parts of that like the big the cat sections are definitely like a divisive point of the game because it's like you have the fast moving momentum of like sonic and even tails like has like they're more like traditional like 3d platforming levels Mm -hmm. and then the big levels it's like you have to fish for a frog which i kind of like because it's just i don't know it's just so weird and out there but it definitely does like mess with the pacing a little bit, but each character similar to two has its own kind of story in a way.
1: But yeah, I've, I've always heard it was pretty cool. And like, I do hear that it's even rougher to go back to, to play than even uh, two is. So I'm like, Oof, God, I think, I think after playing through all of shadow and Sonic adventure two, I need a Sonic break for like the rest of the year.
3: <laughs>
1: and yeah, I fucking- I mean, playing through shadow 10 times for the real ending was more painful, but I think this just disappointed me more because at least Shadow, I was like, I know going in, like, this is pretty bad. but It's, it's, it's not 10 a, times? It, you have to beat it. Ten, you have to get all 10 endings before you can do the full ending. And it was a Patreon request. So, like, we had to get like, all the <laughs> well,
2: pain, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I couldn't oh, just God. dig out on that one. And since I owed Brian a uh, couple bad games to be played, that was my <laughs> job.
2: All right. All right. Let's not get too crazy here. <laughs>
1: hey can i
3: ask then uh i i guess uh anyone has opinions but it might be a kevin question if i have those sonic adventures on my backlog the steam versions where are those like worthwhile or would you say you know like uh... what version should you play or should i just not play them at all jim <laughs> I, 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 I do have one or two y'all... yeah I don't <laughs> did know you pl- did you play plugins? the steam one jim
1: no i played battle on the GameCube. Mm. so from talking to a bunch of sonic people apparently like Control-wise, I think the Dreamcast is still, like, kind of the best, and I know sound-wise it definitely is, because all, like, the success reports have had weird sound issues. Like, oh. even on the GameCube one, like, they'll randomly start talking over each other, uh, like, during the dialogue sections, and I just hear, like, Steam and the HTV versions are just, like, even worse. So, I don't know, it might be fun, just for just, like, how much of a mess it might be? But... <laughs> yeah, 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 good luck there. But, yeah, besides <laughs> that, <laughs> I blasted through a bunch of games. Uh... So, Fight and Rage, which was, like, one of the part of the, like, the beat-em-up revival of, like, the last 10 years. I think originally came out on Steam, like, t- 2014, but we were sent a Senate code. So, I'll eventually do, like, a Let's Play or something of it. But really, really good. Really solid fighter. Beautiful pixel art. Nice little challenge to it. And, like, the checkpoints are fair. Like, they even give you, like, a checkpoint right before the final boss, and that still took me, like, 15 to 20 tries to beat. And you really only go through, like, two sections. So, it definitely, like, doesn't frustrate you. And it gives you like I think almost a full alphabet's worth of endings because like I got like ending H and I was like H what the hell, <laughs> so I think it was like actually like a shit like there's like some decisions you can make and like depending That's... on how
2: fast you do it, that would that would like throw me off if I was like ending Q,
1: how many times Don't do I have fuck? to beat this?
0: Yeah,
2: old Q and on Kevin
1: always getting that one, huh? Yeah
2: the Q the Q ending is the true one.
1: <laughs> but yeah I tried out the original Golden Axe and it's. Okay, it's definitely old and aged, and the final level is just complete bullshit. So, What did you play that on? Uh, I did on the Switch collection.
2: Yeah, I, I saw it on there. I was thinking about, I wanted to play that. I wanted to play, um what the fuck is it called? Pulseman? I think it's... Oh, yeah, I do want to pl-
1: get around to playing that.
2: Yeah, because that's why uh, Game Freak, pre-Pokemon.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Yeah, and that was, what, Europe and Japan only, and was only like the Sega Channel in North America, so of course yeah, no one played yeah. it back then. Mm. Yeah, I always heard that one was cool. But, yeah,, I, I would suggest for that last level, just fucking abuse save States. Don't put yourself through the hell.
2: that's like honestly like I, I think there's no shame in that because like even going back to a lot of older games, it's like they can be a little bit unforgiving, but if you can use save states a little bit, it's like small quality of life changes, if you can call it that, just can really salvage the whole experience because the whole like checkpoint system, it's like if you're sending me back so far and i have to do so much again it's like i only have so much time Mm -hmm. to do that Mm -hmm. you know
1: exactly Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: yeah like
1: i'm 37 like i don't have the time to devote to
2: playing through
1: a 35 year old game 40 times to finally beat one level like i'm done yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but yeah uh the next up was tetris on the game boy i was like all right let me get some more tetris practice in but without 99 and you can get like the actual ending super e like you can skip right to the last level like, set it to Type B, Speed mm. 9, Lines 5, and if you beat that, you get the best ending. And I've been playing so much, and failing, It's so much goddamn Tetris 99 in, like, the top 10 that I beat it in, like, three tries. And I was like,
0: oh, I, I guess this counts. Cool. I'm going to say it doesn't count until you beat Tetris 99.
1: <laughs> you shut your whore mouth, and count. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I, I need
1: this. I need this. Just, just let me save some dignity. You're going to beat Tetris
3: 99. The floodgates are going to open. You're like, I just beat five games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what Brian was saying. It's like, you're going to beat the one, and then it'll finally go off. And by then, yeah. I won't even want to play it anymore.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: do you think going back to the original is like helping you with Tetris 99? Like you're like going back. To, like It's like a Rocky training montage. <laughs> oh
1: yeah uh that's what i was planning on it being but then like when i beat it i was like all right i just put it away because like we also do this thing called 23 and 23 we're trying to beat 23 new games to us uh so i'm like i was way behind on it so i was oh, like i gotta yeah. get some games out of the way
3: that's a good Cause, like, to, last yeah, year we yeah. did
1: 50 and that like almost completely burned us out on playing games in general so we're <laughs> like we cut that in half for this year little did we know that that hashtag also like goes to a lot of like white girls celebrating their birthday and so it's just all these posters getting buried by girls that are at a bar and shit like that. <laughs> I played Sonic too. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Hey, girls. <laughs> and yeah, last up, uh, the last Rocket Knight game that came out in like 2010, that's been sitting on my hard drive for like five years when it was free on Game Pass. And I liked the old Rocket Knight game, so I was like, let me give it a go. Was that it a Genesis game? Rocket Knight Adventures was Genesis, and then yeah. there's one on Super NES and another sequel on Genesis. Yeah. And then nothing for like 20 years. And then they randomly dropped this uh, sequel. And it was fine. It was a decent way to spend uh, two hours. It's nothing like amazing, but it played perfectly fine.
0: Nice. Yeah, I uh, my go to. I mentioned this last podcast. So I I actually did get FOMO for Tears of the Kingdom, and I went. You know what? Before I do that, I need to beat Breath of the Wild because previously I only put maybe six hours into it, and it I burn mm-hmm. out on it because I was like. These fucking weapons keep breaking. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, like, it was just way too unstructured for me where I was like, I'm not enjoying this at all. So I was like, let me let me do that. So that's my new, when I go pick up my son or when I have to take a shit game, like, I'm playing that. Um, so I'm much, I'm already much further in it than I was previously. I'm still very, very, very early on. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying to save all opinions until I get deep enough to know. Is it really as good as everyone held it? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what what is the magic sauce with that game? Um, but outside of that, one game I know we will talk about a little bit more is one of the reviews we're doing is Body Harvest. Mm-hmm. And so I am, uh, I've am i been playing that one. So, oh, yeah, really? It's... That I,
2: I just, like, picked, like, a random game that they mentioned. When you
0: mentioned it, I was like, yeah, son yeah. of a bitch. I was like, yeah, I'm <laughs> currently
2: well, how do you, deep in that game. How do you feel, in feel about the placement on the list?
0: I pretty think low. I mean pretty early on in the game already. I'm like, it's if you could give points to that game for ambition, it would go higher. But as it, what it turned out, I mean the points on that were made on the list for that game are pretty spot on. I mean it's it's a mess. Uh, you're very stiff jumping. You're shooting. Your draw distance. Mm-hmm. It's horseshit. It's very very repetitive for all the wrong reasons. It's like oh another you know, harvester land it okay it
2: was over. by our friend Slime to garbage mate if i remember correctly i was gonna
3: say i pulled yep. it up and yeah we have we had it at 257 of 296 so yeah not, it doesn't not, shock yeah. me. you can
0: blame him well it's funny because when when uh playing it i'm like you know what let me see like i want to read i want to hear someone talk about it who loves this game and like it is a lot of just like rose tinted, like well, it went through developmental hell. It was a predecessor because you know it ends up being Rockstar North who gave yeah, GTA. Yeah, that's what my
2: friend was saying. Is like, if there was no if there was no body harvest, there wouldn't be a GTA. Yeah, but
0: mm-hmm. I don't put a lot of validity into those arguments. I'm like, but is the game still fun? And the answer is not really. Mm-hmm. So it, it's uh, it's going to be interesting going all the way through it. But that's that's really where I've been. Just those two games for right now. So that's been. And we love our patrons. But uh yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very interesting game. But but Jambers, what uh what what questions we got this week for our these guys?
1: Yep. Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as two dollars a month you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these power Hour podcasts. So first up from JD Maines. One one my nephew asked me, why does pooping feel good?
2: That should be like a double price. I mean, if he asked it through his nephew, I think his nephew should also pay <laughs> the $2. He should at least
1: pay his uncle first, and then his uncle should double pay us. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you should tell him that that's where the sin comes out, and then just leave it at that.
2: <laughs> some, in some cases, that is true. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs>
1: that has saved many a hangover
2: yeah I, I, for, yeah just like that I mean, I'm sure a lot of this fosters will be leaving my body, much like the gloom and tears of the kingdom
0: <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs>
1: yeah I don't think there's much more you can add to that one. next up from uh, gamer <laughs> astral which country would you guys move to if everything goes to shit in the u s Cheers
2: hmm. huh well, i mean, I think we're all uh we're all going to Japan, right, guys we're going to live in akihabara district the gamer's uh paradise where all the coolest retro game shops are at right uh
1: exactly you're, yeah
3: you're not wrong but i'm in southern michigan so i'm just going to probably hook it over to canada if we're being realistic i i don't have the ambition close enough <laughs> i'm just going go to go want to the gun store damn it.
0: oh yeah yeah
1: no, I, part of me almost wants to be like, what are one of those countries where, like, everyone seems to be happy? Like, I don't know. Like, Sweden? It seems like everyone's in a good mood over there. You never hear them yeah. about being miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, have like, to be careful. everything's paid for and provided for it to you. So, I don't know. Might be nice. See what have that's to be like. be
3: careful. Like, don't go and catch their, like, four months of horrible like 20 hours of darkness. i don't know if sweden has that exactly just you just have to be careful not to upset it and become like the grumpy american that moves into town you know know,
2: they're horrible four months of pto oh (laughs) Oh, no (laughs) yeah
3: don't let don't let them catch you with that shit do you reject that every chance you get you come to work and you punch in you work for a while then you punch in work at
2: home not this remote garbage that's morally wrong
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, no, I, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm Europe. I would go Ireland, Germany, or, yeah, Norway or Sweden, one of those spots. Just after being over there, I'm like, yeah, I can see why people enjoy it over here. Pretty mm. damn sweet. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good question, though.
1: Yep. Next up, from Todd Howard Sucks. My 10-year-old keyboard finally died, so I've decided to buy a nice keyboard. What is the longest you went before replacing something that was in need of repair? Mm. Mm. Ooh. That
2: is a good question.
3: I don't know if it's the longest, but I'll jump in real quick and say that I bought new Joy-Cons because I just knew I was going to throw my Switch into a fucking wall if I had to play it. Like, I just, it just was collecting dust. I was like, all right, Zelda, I got to play Zelda. I got to fucking finally do it. So probably a couple of years on that, that it just, and then, (laughs) yeah. So that's probably longer than I should have to have replaced my Joy-Cons on the Nintendo Switch. I could have maybe even like sent them in. I've done that once before, but I bought actually the nice, I forget the brand, Nori maybe or something. I don't know. Or Noki. Nor yeah, like kind of big. I got big hands and the little switch. So I actually got nice, nice ones. It was actually an opportunity to upgrade. But yeah, it was like long overdue. I, I had, I had the drift real bad.
1: Oh, is that the big ones with like the red uh, sticks on them? That are, like I have center, a
3: like a three uh, sixty. Yeah, I've got like a blue, like it's like a navy blue one. But yeah, it's like just nice. Like the buttons are bigger and spaced out more, and it just feels more like a big thing, like yeah, like Xbox controller or something. We don't get that satisfying
1: click and thumb pain from trying to hit the D pad.
3: Yeah, yeah, you can't the satisfaction? hit. You can't accidentally hit all four buttons with your big thumb. <laughs>
1: Terrible. Uh, I don't know about like the longs I went for something like important. Like the dumbest recently is like I, the lights in my garage were out for probably a good year and a half. And instead of just changing the lights, I would go in there and turn the light on on my cell phone and be like, oh, I'll get to that. So there are <laughs> countless nights where I just like stumbled over something because I just refused to like go in there and just change a light
2: bulb. Yeah, that that's a good answer. I, I'm like struggling to think of something too, but I feel like some kind of home fixture issue. I think I've like lights or something like that where I just I'm like there's like one bulb only left and it's like super dim and I'm like whatever I can see.
3: Mhm. Yeah. It's all I... about yeah, like waiting a long time to do basic repairs and then when you do you're like this is so luxurious. There's a fucking light in my garage. This is this is great.
2: Yeah. It's or like or a car trick. stuff. A lot of a lot of car stuff cuz like, yeah, I right. live in Chicago and like I I have a car, but it's kind of like hit or miss if I end up using it, you know, because we got the train system here, but that's not always reliable. Or if I want to leave the city. And then when that ends up happening, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have these other problems that are very expensive. And I remember why uh, I was not attending to that, because (laughs) I forget about them until I have have to use the car. And yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you, Kev. I have two car ones that are. Not related, but just same deal. My um, one, I had an old 96 or 97 Dodge Avenger, and after doing an interview that went terribly because I accidentally hit on the guy's, the guy I was interviewing, his daughter at the reception, and proceeded to be like, yeah, I was just interviewing with this guy, but he was a real asshole. She's like, oh, that's my dad. I was like, ah, okay, so I'm going to leave. Um, I, I either forgot to like... My car, the the push button wasn't working to unlock it, and I went to pull my handle off, and I actually ripped the entire handle off. Oh, God. And so for a very long time, I just got in through the passenger side or left my window down a little bit. Um, so yeah, that went, I left way, way longer. I'm talking like six to seven months. I was just like stubborn about it. I was like fucking yeah, cheap thing. Yeah. I was like, like, I'm just not going to replace it.
2: It's good. That's a whole day off. Like that's like a whole weekend day. You could be relaxing. It's like, mm-hmm. that's the issue with all this stuff is it's like you only have so many days off and then it's like your yeah. day off comes and you're like, I could either chill out or I could spend time getting this fixed or mm-hmm. fixing it myself. Yeah. And it's like, uh.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then in my truck, my it ate one of my old CDs and couldn't eject. So I was like, just, res- I, I used, this is before you had USB shit, and it's an old truck. Um, I would have the auxiliary cord that I would hook up into my Apple phone at the time, which still had the jack, before they switched over to the goddamn Micro C style. So until I had to switch phones, I was just rocking music that way, where I was just like, it was such a pain in the ass.
2: What was it? Just the one CD? Because I I had a friend who had a Cypress Hill CD stuck <laughs> in his car, and like that was always playing. I was curious yeah. if you were <laughs> stuck
3: listening to the same. CD. No, well it's that's the, the thing. Yeah. So
0: it was. It's such an old radio that like I had one of my old like from back in the day like MP3 burn things, and I think that just fucked it up, and it didn't know how to read it, so I couldn't use it at all. And I still had all my but old CD-R CDs or something. Yeah. CD-R-W. So. Yeah, I left mm-hmm. that until I got... So I went through a couple iPhones until it got to whatever the newer one was. And then I actually just replaced the whole unit myself. I was like, whatever. I was like, I'll just get a new one. So yeah, just car shit. That'll definitely do it for you. Very expensive, very time-consuming. Mm-hmm. Now,
2: nah, good
1: question. All right, last, last up from Burn Retinas. What are, you, bleh, what are your picks for the lamest name for a game console?
2: Oh, I think this person listens to uh, Thought Cops, too. actually I think he does yeah lamest lamest name for a game console Mm -hmm. you know what I I can't believe I'm saying this and like I'm just throwing this out there I feel like this is a name that we all just kind of accepted and it was around for so long but Game Boy Mm. like when you say you don't really think about it but when you think of when you like when you break it down it's like Game Boy what about the girls, you know? how about everybody? Mm-hmm. Is this a little mm-hmm. boy? Is this... Not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, it's like a boy. It's like, it's is what, is a Super Nintendo a man? The Game Boy's a little boy? Mm-hmm. They
3: should have tried to even it up and called that one system Virtual Girl. Just see how that went.
2: Yeah, they could have sold more. Say, yep. One, one no, for no. the girls.
3: The market was, yeah, saturated. Well, I, I think like that, that sort of like boy
2: <laughs> suffix they had. Yeah, Game Boy, Virtual Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. I'm not surprised they ditched that like in the 2000s with like Nintendo DS, Nintendo 3DS, because I think that like my stupid kid brain at the time. I'm like, I remember thinking like, do they only want boys to play this? Mm -hmm. You know, do only boys play video
1: games? It is funny you mention that, too, because I remember in college like Brian and I were in college around the mid 2000s. And we'd see a shitload of girls in class like playing like Brain Age or Picross or Nintendogs and stuff because on their it's DS's. now for
2: them too. They were they're like I it's, I can't play the Game Boy, but now that it's called something <laughs> else, mm-hmm. I can play mm-hmm. it.
0: Yeah, Game Boy. I think the only thing that would beat that for me is I fu- I hate the naming convention for Xbox consoles. Oh, it's so confusing. Like Xbox One mm-hmm. and then Xbox. Series yeah, every, everything X, since like, One. Yeah. Like the fuck! It's like. Mortal Kombat
2: is doing that now too. Mortal Kombat. 1. I know.
0: I well, that I, I have a problem with it. The only thing, and then Jim mentioned it before, like it makes sense because you reset the timeline. But god damn it, do I hate it because now you always have to asterisk when you say Mortal Kombat. Are you talking you're not about? even yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Which you say, you Mortal Kombat, Kombat
3: One. That, you're not even being specific enough.
2: 2023 in little parentheses. Exactly.
0: I hate that. Like so. Yeah. But so yeah, Doom Xbox like it's lazy as shit. Mm-hmm. Xbox One, mm-hmm. Xbox Series X, like, I, it's just so silly. I don't know what they could have done differently. Instead, could they have just done Xbox Two? One, two, three. It's not hard. It, it would make would amazing, sense, that. but Xbox yeah. 720. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Xbox 1080. Let's keep it sure. going. Exactly, yeah.
1: And then start
3: throwing in then tricks the 1080 mute grab the 1080. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna run out eventually. No slide. So... Mm-hmm. 1080 nose manual into 50.
0: Uh, what about
3: you guys? What about the the Wii U is, a, is kind of like a, a you know they didn't do themselves any favors with that. Yeah, the it, it, system. It, it it's just like yeah, it probably would have had trouble no matter what, but that just like <laughs> throw that that just a log on the fire right of just like. Is this an add-on? What do I need? What do I have? Like, you know, I think I think we probably all got it, but I think they just, like, when you certainly came on the heels of this system that had huge crossover success, then they made, like, a very sort of, uh, to a lot of the people that were now playing Wii Sports and, and shit like that, it was probably pretty uh, indecipherable, I would think, right? I think yep.
2: it's the casual audience, because I've thought about that, and I I would use, like, the, the parallel of, like, the Super Nintendo and the NES. It's like, you know, super NES, Super NES. I wonder if some people saw the Super NES and also thought it was an add on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. For mm. some reason, the marketing or something for that seemed to have worked. But the Wii and Wii U did not click. They could have called it the Super Wii. Was, yeah. it not called the, was, it, was it called the Super Wii in Japan, or am I just making that up? It should have been. But yeah, it, I don't maybe, know. The, maybe that's what it was. I think I was like, if I was in charge, yeah. just called it the Sui. Yeah, yeah. Dude. That would be so cool. Oh, I'm playing Sui. Yeah. Do you think do you
3: think the best thing Nintendo could do is just announce like just hey Super Switch. It's the Switch but it's like 4K and it's and it's all the charge, stuff. Yeah, like, I'm just yeah, obsessed yeah. with
0: the word Super. So yeah.
3: A super Switch would be tight. Just
0: calling it. But then it just gets called the SS for short and you're like, mm. "Oh yeah. Hey, there's tru- there's trouble that. there. There's <laughs> trouble there. Yeah. And it's too late. It's already out there." I mean, like
2: the <laughs> Nintendo 64 actually was going to be called the Ultra 64, which I yeah. actually would have preferred because you had NES, Super NES or Super Nintendo. Ultra Nintendo, you know how cool is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the Wii,
1: that was gonna be called the Revolution. It's like, oh, ah, yeah, this sounds badass. Right. Motion that. controls, Revolution. Mm-hmm. And it's
2: like, Wii. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think they like yeah. lost a lot of credibility with a lot of people when they didn't go with the Nintendo Revolution. You remember that? And it was it was gonna come in like all these different colors, like lime green and red and all this stuff. It was like mm-hmm. the Revolution, and then it's like, Wii. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess guess grandma will like this. Yeah. I mean, if you say revolution to grandma, she's going to get kind of scared. Like, is it a communist takeover?
3: She's Yeah, she's been through some revolutions, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, it it would be
2: triggering. Yeah, then you just (laughs) give her a DS to calm down. You couldn't put that in the nursing home. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess my
1: answer would be, like, the Tiger Game.com or a game.com. So it's written out as like .com but you call it the Gamecom. It's just mm. stupid and confusing. Like they didn't even know how you were supposed to say it or what it was supposed to be. So
2: I mean, I don't even know what that is. So that's yeah. evidence that it did not work. It uh, was just like
1: handheld thing from the late 90s but it had like the, the you know, monochromatic like LCD screen from like a Tiger handheld oh, but like yeah. it had it was like one of the first ones with like uh like online and email <laughs> and it had two it had two cartridge slots so you could play two games at once. Who asking Game
2: up... & Watch online at that point?
1: Yeah, basically. And, like, that would have been way better. But, yeah, I mean, it only, like, wound up having, like, 15 games or something. Like, it failed instantly. But it had, like, random ports of, like, uh, Resident Evil 2 and, like, its own dedicated Sonic game and all kinds of shit. So, hmm. like, it, it had money put into it at first, and then it just fizzled out. Also, like, the Wii U.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Interesting. But, yeah, that wraps up the questions for this week. So, once again, thank you to all the patrons out there for the questions and support. Make Good sure to questions. head on over to Patreon and check out all the tiers for game review requests, movie review requests, bonus episodes, and for, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Head on over to the other platforms, check them out, leave some subs, leave some reviews, helps out the page.
0: No, we truly, truly appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right, gents. So, the real reason we're here. So, Mark, Kev, you guys, you know, you put out the link that we have in here, and it caught a lot of people's eyes. You played and ranked every n sixty four game you crazy bastards so, first of all, I know I know it was it was a big effort, and you had the whole staff chipping in um, mm-hmm. the first thing I got asked right off the bat is someone who is who loves making his list and and I drive myself crazy with like how do you arrange them or whatever with so many different folks like how do you come together like and decide like this is the actual ranking like is it a mathematical thing is it just a gut check thing like how does that even work
3: i uh you know we had never done anything like this and i will fully take either the you know most likely the blame if if we got it wrong or anything but i just asked everyone to give me whether it be an estimate a range a letter grade ended up working out pretty well and then uh i think at some point i decided Again, just having not ever shouldered anything like to this scale before, just saying, like, you know, I could pull my hair out and try to figure out if the fucking Namco collection is better than Madden 2002 or some apples and oranges thing, or I could just make some decision at the end of the day we get to prop up and hide behind the fact that we're ultimately a comedy website which i'm very proud of but also it's just like yeah man if we blew it academically i don't know what to tell you we cut our teeth on the internet joking about waluigi's foreskin so like you know like this is (laughs) yeah
2: go read the gq list it's
3: it's just kind of yeah you know and and that's kind of a cop-out because we do work hard and we do want to be taken seriously so i i'm i'm aware of that potential there but but no so i just um I, I just uh, I tried to just kind of sequence it really well. I didn't want it to get too clogged up. I wanted it to be r- readable. So, when one third of them are bad sports games, there was attention paid to just kind of spacing those out. And if that ended up making you go, what? No way. This game is better than that game. It's like, yeah, all right. You know, you're probably right. I, I, you know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> that kind of thing. I guess I made that decision, like, because, you know, look whatever you put at number one there's going to be like x number of gamers that are going to say this is an unserious list because obviously perfect Dark is the number one game or obviously zelda is the number one there's no way around zelda you know like just whatever you do you're going to like do that so i just kind of decided a little bit like not to sweat it too hard and with that though also based on once we certainly got to the top five or top 10 that kind of range i thought you know uh our friend that uh uh Walker that wrote the uh, body harvest thing also just wrote a very convincing number one entry for Goldeneye, and Joe tillelli wrote a very convincing number two entry for Mario sixty four. Chandler Dean wrote a great thing about Donkey Kong sixty four that was like, hey, this is probably higher than a lot of people would have it, but here's Wait, why on, I think Mark, it should be. You, you know, you're
2: triggering these guys over here, they put up a hateful video hey, essay about that game.
3: I'm just that's why I said names and everything, and I'm just here <laughs> saying why I did what I oh, did. You we're know? gonna get back but, to that. But but, you know, yeah. but uh, you know
2: you know who to talk to.
3: I will say, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, you know, um, and again, now I, uh, <laughs> I should talk about something else at this point, but the Donkey Kong 64 was specifically like cited by some people, you know, the little the Donkey Kong 64, uh, uh, some people, some supporters of it, all, and were like, yo, this is some of the best shit on Donkey Kong 64 that we've ever we've ever read, which you know, maybe maybe because uh, there shouldn't be that much good things said about it, one could argue. I don't know, I don't know, but uh, yeah, so just stuff like that that I thought would. Um, be convincing and then we flew certain flags too if someone else was in charge of the list WWF No Mercy might not have made the top five but I am so it did you know uh there's gonna be a little bit of that there I think but again too just also try to uh it's tough when you take on all of anything it, it it like I said it becomes tough how do sports games go in against uh games that hold up versus games that were important versus whatever whatever you know so at the end of the day I just tried to make every set of 10 things a really good page of the website that had Maybe a good, a good, uh, you know, the flow is not the most important thing, but it's almost just like, well, I went in doubt. I just reverted to that a little bit and didn't lose sleep over it too much, I hope.
0: (laughs) Now, I I feel like... Sorry to to cut you
3: off, Brian. I got to say something real quick.
0: So, Kevin, you're you're
1: the anime fan here. You like, you like your manga. So, I guess you're the fan of all the filler arcs, right? Like, you like Inuyasha, you like it during the middle between seasons one and two when there's 700 episodes of filler? No, I don't. Is that what you enjoy? Is that what you like? I hate the filler arcs, Jim. I hate them. So why do you like a game that's nothing but filler?
2: DK64? Okay, listen. That was Chandler's review, not mine, but I do stand by it. I will say that. Uh, No, I I think like, okay. You know, it's actually funny. Even like playing Tears of the Kingdom, that is a bloated-ass game. And I do think because of that, people are going to kind of come around on DK64 a little bit too. You know what? Maybe we're a little harsh on this. And I actually saw some comments and replies to the hard drive because uh, I feel like that was the big sticking point. One of the biggest sticking points of the list was like the DK sixty four placement, where people were saying like you only have to get like half of the collectibles to beat it. You don't have to get all of them. It's like an open. It's like an open world game. You don't have to win hundred percent Breath of the Wild, but you can if you want. You know. So we'll see. I I think that that's, you know. I well I do think personally. I think like. Banjo Kazooie is a better game in that genre, but as, as Chandler put it in his review, DK64 is so emblematic of that era of like maximalist game design of the Nintendo 64, especially the later games, because you had you started off strong Mario 64, uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Pilotwings. Where do you go from Pilotwings? No, so then they, they have they they made these bigger and bigger games for the system and dk64 was like you know towards the end of that and it was like we have to be bigger than mario 64 how do we do that five playable characters uh, a 1000 bananas you know they were just following the trends hmm.
0: the sons of bitches i mean <laughs> I, I, I mean here's the deal that game it, the problem with that game and like i said it's how it's written is definitely not wrong but like how i you read like that story okay Like, how how I read that though is like I took that entry being there as the hot take of the entire like as the thing that's like oh no we're going to make sure we have it here just because like there's part of it of course it has to be it has to go through all your guys minds like we know this one's going to piss a lot of people off it's going to be a talking point because like you said Mark the number one of course like before I even looked at it I was like there's only so many it could be I I was Mm -hmm. actually shocked to see GoldenEye um, because I'm so used to Mario 64 or Legend of Zelda. I knew it could only be one of those.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So when I
0: saw GoldenEye, I went, okay. But I, I I could see that argument because even more than Legend of Zelda and Mario, like, the casual fan knows GoldenEye really well. And as it's pointed out in the article, like, uh... When you say GoldenEye, no one thinks of the movie first, ever. Like, yeah. you mm-hmm. automatically go to the game. And it's like, yeah. I So I, I, I actually saw it. I went, you know what? That makes complete sense. But Donkey Kong at four, man. Yeah. I went,
3: <laughs> all right,
0: so this is someone fucking with me now. And when it starts- Donkey
1: Kong's at four. Game, <laughs> Mario Kart's at 44. What the <laughs> fuck? Damn-
3: <laughs> all I can say in, 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 in my defense is thanks for reading the whole thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, and we went haters, through it. Any haters
0: yeah. out there. I mean, here's the deal. Yeah, but but what I do love, and this is the the number one both fun and problem with any list, is you're never going to please everyone. You're going to have certain takes are definitely going to piss some people off. Um, I argue that for you guys, was, was it just as hard as figuring out what's going to be the top ten worst of that list? because there's a lot of stinkers on the n64 even with such a small library and you did mark you i know you played it and you wrote it yourself for the batman game the um the lowest beyond game, yeah. batman mm-hmm. beyond so you mm-hmm. you wrote the worst one mm-hmm. i mean you look at that and right after that you got carmageddon 64 you got superman which you know is usually hailed as one of the worst one like I I would argue picking the worst is just as critical as picking the best. So, like, I'm curious when you did that. Like, you clearly had conviction with that
3: game. (laughs) I think so. I hated it so much that maybe that was a bit of a power move that, you know, like (laughs) the guy that gets final say. Like, I didn't listen, guys. I didn't play. I think, uh, Kevin, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a few of us, like, look, I didn't play anything near the top 10. So, let me, (laughs) you know, let me have the luxury of this. But, uh, 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 but no, just um, I just you know, it was something that was just one of the first things I wrote for it too, and so it was like early on in the project, uh, I sent like a sample of like a handful of things, you know, so just like it just always kind of like it felt like a good first one from the beginning in a way. Could have changed it, maybe it's a bit of a thing too that Superman's the obvious one, so uh, obvious. you know, if if, yeah. if I could yeah, get no, you, it's good. It wasn't like yeah. You know, it's like it's like you know we're splitting hairs and something two ninety four out of two ninety six or something. So I just thought it'd be like much like if uh, I will I will plead full apathy in that I've, Donkey Kong sixty four is just not a game I'm familiar with. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, I've even like I think I tried to play it and had trouble emulating it. Was like, he, okay, he's so, got no so self apology then, already. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I've got I've got it working on it here on the other monitor as we He's separating be, uh. himself from it.
0: <laughs>
3: so I was thinking we're a very pro Kong list too because we put Diddy Kong Racing very high. So I didn't really uh, yeah you know, make make, a, make it that with you. But no, um, so yeah, with the, the with the the Batman one, I just thought maybe that's the thing. It's just like I don't know if it's truly worse than Superman, but we ought to like it ought to have some points in its favor for being as bad as Super. Or, you know what I mean? Like it's a discussion yeah. we ought to have. So so yeah. if I have any weight to throw around there. Um, and also just too, at some point, you know, there's like, these are maybe like, you know, 15 to 25 or something, just really failing grade games. I just at some point, he was like, eh, I'll like, try to get different writers involved in the, or like show it off in the first page or two of it. Things that might, you know, you could say that's not very good games journalism. And I again would point you to, you know, thanks for following hard drive. Uh, I'm sorry for the cop out, but just like, that's, this is, this is what it's going to be a little bit, you know, it's a, it's ultimately a comedy piece, you know, it's loaded with jokes yeah, uh, you know it's it that's kind of i saw I, th- I saw i never quite put it like thought of it like this so i saw someone say like oh i get it the punchline is that they actually did it <laughs> and I'm like, that's fair that's it's pretty <laughs> i i like that yeah now,
1: now let me ask to, you sorry no, go ahead, jim sorry to interrupt you one more time but now it was funny to see on gaming twitter just like there was besides just like wow these guys actually did it was also like the utter confusion like and it didn't seem like anyone really knew how to take it either. Yeah. Like, is it supposed to be satire, or are they being really serious <laughs> about this, or did yeah. they really mean to put this here? Mm-hmm. People love yeah, history. Like,
3: yeah, uh, and it's and it's fun. It's like, holy shit, there's 29 pages in here and all that. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's a bit of everything. Like, there's kind of some satirical reviews. The more I kind of look at it, you know, like Kevin will probably attest to this. As I said, like, don't be, I don't want us to be satirical, but like, you know, just brazen like made up stuff and we talk shit and do whatever. You, you know what I mean? So I guess I don't I don't know. Um, is it satirical i don't know <laughs> i mean when,
2: when i like, i i did about like 25 games on here and like i i got a rhythm for them as i did more of them and it was like i would play because like some games i was like, super familiar with some mm-hmm. games i did play as a kid and had to go back to and some games i had never even heard of uh but in playing them it was like i would take notes like okay here's like you know issues about graphics audio things like that and then kind of like like taking notes for like jokes and stuff too like what's a funny thing I could say about this? you know what's mm-hmm. an interesting observation I could say, and then blending it up that way, I feel like that ended up working for me, um, yeah,
3: and I think that's a thing too again, not to like you know it, it it these i and I would say this too like these weren't like reviews, they kind of are, but like what I asked people to do was like give me an impression that you played it, please, and say something funny, so like that becomes too. Uh, it's tough because there's all these games that are so low. It's like, I did want it to be, like, the first five pages are just, like, nothing but, like, black cynicism and just all of these are awful kind of thing, you know, too. So it also becomes important to maybe, like, maybe there's, like, a, a fun way to <laughs> shit on this or something like that. And so that kind of became the thing, too, because honestly, I, I, I you know, I don't know. If you really just, like, put the worst games uh, and, and gave them a fair, I don't know, babbling a little bit, but, like we uh (laughs) there there's there's it's a library with like i think the if you look at the list my impression at some point there's a drop off after like 40 or 50 where all the games are just like not that great maybe you know Um, oh yeah so it's always going to be like someone else could do a list of 296 and it it would look radically different and i'm like yeah that's that's probably fair too (laughs) you know i
2: think they're going to have a lot of the same ones like near the top though because i I think like like we were saying, like the N sixty four, it has a lot of duds on it because it was super early in that three D transition. But yeah, I mean, like some of the games on here that are at, are at the top of this list are probably at the top of a lot of people's list. Not all of them. I don't think WCW is going to be at the top of like maybe somebody else's, but that that makes us unique, and, you know?
3: Yeah, and that they yeah, that's such a uh, you know that's it's I guess that's true of most games. It could just mean at, like WWF No Mercy means absolutely nothing to some people and some people are just like what it's only number five it's the best you know right Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: But like, some games on the 64 are like stone cold classics that are still heralded is like this is the fucking peak this is the blueprint of like how games should be like Mario 64 Zelda Ocarina of Time things like that GoldenEye even to some extent people like I, like I see people say like all oh, that game is aged poorly but it's like it brings up an interesting discussion about how to talk about older games is like less about for me it's like maybe less about how they hold up and more about like their legacy how important they are in a way you know
0: yeah now well here okay so here's a question i have so roughly how many reviewers did you have writing for this
3: uh we had right around 20 um uh a handful of them just did a few you know uh a lot of people contributed a few people kevin did 25 he might have been you him and um our guy seth finkelstein uh both were in that 25 range i think chandler dean did like a 20 or so a few people did about 20 uh yeah so i'd say there's a core of six to eight people that kicked in about 10 to 20 um being the kind of the writer on staff for hard drive i ended up around 100 of the of the 300 nearly and yeah
0: well, so and, I asked that for a specific reason because, you know, you got all all of us here are roughly same age, kind of same experience, grew mm-hmm. up kind of playing the same game. Mm-hmm. I'd be so fascinated by a group of younger didn't that didn't grow up with the system, mm-hmm. don't have any nostalgia, playing yeah. it rough, how they would actually feel about these games. Like, to Kevin's point, yeah. like, did these games age poorly? Yeah, to a, to a newcomer, they're all going to be just blasted. But like, rough. what ones would actually rise? Like, would it still rise to the top without the nostalgia of all of this pieces? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I was curious. Like, did your some of your youngest writers on here like give you some really surprising write ups where you're like, "Oh, that's a different take I wasn't expecting."
2: I kind of felt like that because I I do feel like a, the, a lot of the writers are do, they're a little bit, not younger, but they're younger than us. You know, like I'm in my yeah. early thirties. Like, you know, a lot of people are tw- mid twenties, late twenties, stuff like that. It seems like. And I think a lot of people were playing a lot of games for the first time, and I think that because I, I, I've been going through the list myself, and like I was happy to see people like discover new games, maybe they even love. Like that's how I felt. Like even like some games I was playing, and like like uh, one like one of Doom sixty four I never played as a kid, but like I played it for this list, and I was like, this game is like fucking awesome. Yeah, it's so yeah. fun. I that might like be that if awesome. you
3: talk about what what's held up. Like if you play Doom sixty four right now. You won't be like, oh, this is good for an N sixty four game or something. You know, like it's just a just a you full Just blown... enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, th-
0: like I said, I I love I love lists like this. And Mark, <clears throat> to your point, like it's an impossibility. It, how do you actually quantify something as you know as as subjective as like, oh, uh, graphics of Wave Race sixty four versus Doom sixty four? Like <clears> throat> throat> you can't you you some things you just can't put. Uh, pin, you know, very precise number on, um, but like I said, I I do like the varying styles. I do like the 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 writing types. But like I said, your only mistake is Donkey Kong sixty four number four. Right. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. If you think I made one mistake, I that is like
3: honestly. Pretty good odds. Uh, very fair. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I will, I will take that, and I will say thank you. Noted, and I will, uh, I will let Chandler know. I'll let Chandler know. I'm <laughs> I done. mean,
0: Jim, you're the one that I imagine is the most butthurt with uh, Star Fox 64 not breaking the top ten.
1: I was a little hurt about it. At least Kevin gave oh, a beautiful write up yeah. for
0: it. Yeah,
3: Kevin probably. I, I felt bad too because I'm sure a lot of people wrote about games that they would have personally loved to have be in the top. You know,
2: that was a very top. special game to me. and I was like. I could tell I, I yeah, I played that so much when I was a kid and I'm like, I am gonna just give this exactly what it needs. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy it's out there. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, what do you call it? Like Rogue Squadron and like Star Fox, one right after the other, and I was like, ah, oh,
2: right outside the top ten. Fuck,
1: these are my fuck goddamn it, these are my favorites, but mm-hmm. you know, outside of Donkey Kong, I couldn't complain about that's the other right. ones either in the top ten. So that's fair. You know, if like fair. it said and actually what do you call it before we move on with this one too? Uh, everyone, go make sure you check out Thought Cops episode 299. So oh, yeah, Mark was on that us. episode, and it was right before they released the article. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of talking to them about, you know, the background for it, like even more in depth than we did here. Like, you know, their process for going through it, how they actually mm-hmm. like got around to playing the games and making them work in their computers. Because God knows you guys weren't going to be tracking down all 300 of these fucking games. <laughs> no. So like the fun you had trying to emulate all this and getting mm-hmm. stuff to work. So definitely go over and make sure you check <laughs> yeah. out that episode. And we deleted that
2: emulator within 23 hours.
3: 23 hours, man. Every morning. It's part of my routine. Brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck the emulators out. Download what I need for the day.
0: Well, the it, it's funny because going through this, like, I'm uh, – Jim and I have talked about this. I, I have played a, a healthy amount but not nowhere near as much as Jim. But one thing I will say, it definitely seemed like right off the bat after, after first page – I was like, man, I don't think these guys like any of the South Park games. And when Jim and I did all the reviews, it's funny because they I'm like, not. I'm like, we've talked about like you know the gazillion uh, Mario Kart clones and how that the the South Park one. I was like, oh, it's just terrible, like one liners over and over. But like surprisingly. We thought it was like, Oh, it held up and then to see it on page one, I was like, Son of a bitch, they did oh. not like that. <laughs> Can I tell you guys that
3: do you want to know that Chandler Dean wrote that, the same author as our Donkey Kong sixty four? So you I'm, know
0: it, oh it's making more sense oh as Chandler. I don't know mm-hmm. about this guy. <laughs> you might need to track this guy down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, You've
2: you unlocked a core memory for me because when I first discovered you guys, like drink a beer and play a game, I think the first video I watched from you was one of your South Park sixty four reviews.
3: Mm. Oh shit! Yeah, and I, I remember. So, no,
2: I remember this actually. You know, I remember we, we, when we had you guys on Thought Cops for the first time. I think I remember bonding with you guys over the fact that we had kind of like this love for these like bizarre N64 games that like because mm-hmm. I, I, I you guys were talking about a lot of weird N64 games on YouTube that I feel like a lot of people don't or they just gloss over.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like we, especially
1: with the South Parks, like they're all goofy and weird and flawed, but like there's something you can pull from all of them, like mm-hmm. Rally, like like rally's biggest problem is like the difficulty curve. Like you can either get real lucky or you'll just get your ass kicked and you'll hate it instantly.
3: As I can cause, recall, cause I'll plead ignorance on that one too. But the, our, our writer said, is it, is it kind of maybe hard to discern what you're meant to sort of do in the moment? Is that something that you recall at all? Like maybe the, the track, you know, I don't know what it's yeah. like.
1: It's weirdly open-ended. Like it's basically, they'll yeah. give you like, a. there's a couple core different mission types. So like it could be go around and kill everyone or go around and collect this number of things first, or, hit the, like, it's not even true laps, but, like, these lap portal kind of deals. So, it's weird. And it's, like, not your standard kart racer or really any kind of racer. But I was like, man, even just for, like, the creativity here, it should have gotten more than just
2: first page. Jesus. Mm-hmm. The original open <laughs> world, as Chandler put it. Yeah, that's right?
3: true. I wrote the, uh, I'll stand by the bad review of the first person, st- I wouldn't say shooter, I'd say snowball thrower, mm-hmm. um, uh, that I just I wrote that uh, uh, my my take on that is like it's just such an insanely missed opportunity to have just been like such a huge game for me and my friends and everyone else of our age like if it had been like a solid four-player first-person shooter and had that South Park IP in I don't know 97 or 98 or whatever year we're talking like oh it would have just been a childhood staple Vegas. but yeah yeah but I think it's like I, I, I would say if it was playable, it would have been a, a hit. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been
2: the game. Oh. People, people hear South Park, they think of the game, not the show.
0: Yeah. You know? Obviously. Well, it's yeah. funny because South Park has been like. All those games that are on there, like Shaq's, or uh, Chef's Love Shack, mm-hmm. they're all just takes on Mario Party, Mario Kart, and then with the South Park game itself. It's GoldenEye. It's FPSs. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I think the problem with those games is you didn't have Matt and Trey probably as involved, whereas later in life when they yeah. did Stick of Truth, and they were – that to me is one of the best modern RPGs because they, oh, yeah. they they they're mocking it but they're paying homage to it and it has all the right humor in it whereas mm-hmm. those games were just kind of like you could tell hand it off to somebody let's just throw one liners and some you know gross out humor and it just didn't land but definitely like not I the said, same
3: as those games like feel like every nook and cranny feels like the show or like you know exactly uh,
0: yeah. yeah 100% yeah
1: yeah, yeah, now uh, you mention it, it kinda reminds me of like the Beavis and Butthead games and like the six or the the and, like the sixteen bit era, where it's yeah. nothing but one liners thrown in, the game that just like doesn't control well. Only yeah. you had that four yeah. times on the N sixty four.
3: I, I don't like that game. I kinda like have a weird love hate where it's like it's obviously not a great game for everything you just said. The controls specifically I think are just atrocious. But like I play through it every so often just to like get to the Guar concert at the end. Oh, I do the same <laughs> it's, it's just, just so funny so cool. they, they it's didn't so they cool. change
2: the names on the t shirts to be like skull and bones or something like that. Death Rock wasn't... and
3: S- i think like there was a ton of like there was a wave of Beavis and Bud had just merchandise and stuff where however that shook out A C D C and Metallica, right? Didn't want to I don't know. Damn but yeah. People don't really
2: talk about that. That was probably really big for A C D C and Metallica for Beavis and Butt had to be wearing their t shirts in every episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know the details,
3: yeah. but I guess the tracks with what we know about Metallica being famously maybe <laughs> a little I don't know what you'd say litigious and prickly i don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: i I feel like ween would have been that hard to talk into it ween probably would have been like yeah put it on all the shirts who
0: cares (laughs) now now let me ask you guys so now that you've done this i'm sure is there anything in the works for any other systems or was this truly a one-off play them all do it all or is there something Uh, else in your sight
3: I think, you know, it was, it was an undertaking, of course. And so with that, there was like the unfun part of it is talking about like, you know, like we did resources. I wrote less satire articles for the website while we did this, stuff like that, right? So now that it's out there and it's gone well, uh, I can tell you I'm not being, you know, I'm not being tricky at all. But there is no official plans, but we all just like want to. And I think the success is as such that we'll be able to and we might just have to figure out the best. You know, I'm excited to like hopefully, you know, tweak the machine a little bit more. Do it again with something else and stuff yeah. like that. So I, th- I think, based on the success and based on everyone's enthusiasm and just the fact that we were able to pull it off, I, you know, it's a soft. Probably <laughs> I wish I could yeah. do better, but like, there's definitely, you know, a group of people that are all like, "Hey, what's next?" You know. So uh, I think, sure, I think, yeah. I think we'll figure something out. Is the best I can do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that was also like a genius console to pick too, because it's like the right combination of like success of a console with games people know with. Yeah, nostalgia and with a library that wouldn't kill you. Like, That's, it's not like exactly, you did like yes. the original PlayStation and did like twelve hundred games know, or something
3: like that. I know, and that becomes a thing if we do it again. If we just and it, it no, don't even know if it's going to be another library. I think I'd probably like for it to be, but maybe there's some other hook we come up with. I don't know, but let's just say it's library. You know, you you start to think about at least like you know. Well, it it'd be nice if it was from a different era of gaming. So now I'm going to figure maybe library size and that. You know, maybe. But maybe not, because maybe like the size is such an important thing, you know. Like I, my dream of dreams would be the NES, but that's somewhere between. If we're talking, North, it's like eight hundred to a thousand or something. I'm not, I'm not all the way sure. I think it's just shy uh, of seven hundred, but still. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, double okay, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So something like that. Maybe, maybe one day, maybe we build our, <laughs> we do, a, we're just this big catamaran of writers, and we can one day throw a hundred people at that library and get it done or something. Maybe, you know. But, uh, but I, I, that that seems like maybe not quite yet. So, so yeah, I guess you know. There's, there's there's a few that come to mind, but I, I don't want to say too much.
0: No, I don't blame you. Yeah, because, like, to your point of hitting that r- nice thing of successful, because you could always do 32X at 40 games, but it's like <laughs> nobody cared about 32X that much, mm-hmm. let's be honest. So yeah. why would you do that? But no, yeah. that? It is awesome, and like I said, I do love reading it and I I would strongly suggest, as you said, you know people's attention. I like that first page. Definitely, right off the bat, hit you with some titles where you go, oh, wow, it's already here. So the searching for the title is, I think, part of the fun, too. After you see what's first, what's last, really digging in and and seeing it. Like I said, it is a really, really well-done article. So yeah, great. I, I
2: also want to mention there is a really great video version of this list. Oh, for yeah. Anybody yeah. who maybe I that. Yeah. doesn't know how to yeah. read, you could check that
3: out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brad's great. Our YouTube guy, Fudge. Uh, yeah, Fudge is he's... awesome. Took the list and ran with it, but obviously did his thing and just like skipping to, you know, uh, I haven't watched the whole hour yet, but he sent us like the first 20 minutes at some point when it was in, in progress and things like that. And I've skipped around it. And I know I saw the thing that you put up where he's definitely, he's riffing and going, you know, goofing on the margins and stuff like that. So he definitely, it's like this other layer and... uh I don't know if this is like a like a positive racism thing to say, but like having like a British YouTube guy is just it like when he sent me that thing and he was reading the shit that I wrote. I was like, oh, this is like what writers feel like when they write a screenplay and then one day it's like a real movie. They're on the set. I'm like, a British guy's doing a YouTube video is so Dude, fucking cool. I'm like it's... making the jokes all funnier than they should be. Like, yeah, that's oh why I felt like he was like yeah.
2: reading my words about Buck Bumble. I'm like, wow, I feel like a
0: really special guy. Dude, when, when, when it when the video started, I was like. This doesn't sound like Kevin anymore. Like, I'm like, this, who the fuck is it? I said, did I, I click know, on the wrong thing? And then I was like, oh, no, it is. And of course, I got sh- of course, once he got Donkey Kong, leave it to a Brit to stick up for that goddamn game because they love that game. Oh,
2: so they, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, the, the Brits, you know, are much, you know, as much as Miyamoto, the fathers of Donkey Kong and the Kong brethren in some ways.
0: They, they stand up for their rares. They, yeah, they definitely do.
3: Do you guys know I worked on this for months and I just, just in this moment, realized we got a, a British guy to do the North American video, so I hope that wasn't weird. Family, <laughs> <laughs> so he's so I teacher. don't know, There's so
2: many titles out there. We didn't discuss. what is all this? Yeah, exactly. Well, if it was
3: just <laughs> Sorry, like the bro. European
2: releases, it
1: would have been like 10 games. So. that's what,
3: yeah, right. That's not gonna, yeah, okay. But well, we'll
0: yeah, do a PAL right. version, right. yeah. But, uh, but no, I mean, you have guess... to put the video at half speed, though. You have yeah. to keep it legit, right? So, no, so uh, Mark, uh, has this stained you for N64 games now for like quite a while? Oh my
3: god, <laughs> it, you know, I thought it had, but then just like it makes me really want to play a few games I still haven't played, which at this point are few and far Ooh. between, you know? Okay. Um, and there's some like I think I'm good on like first wave three D kind of like I wanna play like I've not played the first Paper Mario and I've played some later Paper Mario. So that's when one I still think like then I read it and it got a good, you know, it got a nice write up and stuff like that. So, so I think I feel like there's a handful of 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 what do you call it, sort of blind spot games I need to check off. But I will say since then, when I'm playing uh, older games, I did kind of start playing stuff from, like, GameCube or PS2, and it is such just, like, it's one generation, but it is such, like, oh, I I get get why games got better after this, but they didn't have to for me personally. This would have been fine. Like, I understand the whole thing, and I like all the new games, but, like, this just feels like what i need out of it or you know what i mean um not that yeah. i don't appreciate older stuff of course but yeah so in a way it's like maybe and maybe that won't last but yeah for right now it's just like i'm just ready for a little bit more fully realized if i'm if it's going to be a 3d game i'm going to play uh i actually because of uh seth mentioned it in his superman review i finally played hulk i can't remember the name right now
2: uh the, yeah the ultimate, ultimate the destruction for box
3: yeah. exactly yeah there you go yeah oh it's incredible it's so fun yeah yeah uh, yeah
2: yeah, we actually reviewed
1: that <laughs> years ago that's one of my favorite games from that era like it is,
3: yeah it had been sort of on my list and then just like that was the thing to just like when I what I was like off of n64 but wanting to kind of maybe scratch some kind of a older game itch or something uh, <laughs> yeah but uh I did want to make sure I I thanked you guys for all of your nice words and having me on and reading the list and and appreciating it and of course everyone's always going to have qualms with a thing like that and you know uh it just I I am appreciate it all all of the feedback everything uh you know it's uh it, it really is cool to uh like I said, have it go out there and and obviously have people read this whole fucking thing. This thing is 50,000 words. I kept updating everybody because at one point we were working on it. I think I said this on Thought Cops too, but like I was re- I was separately working on that, and I just happened to read something that said how long the Unabomber's manifesto was, and it was like 40,000 words. And I was like, oh, we're doing a manifesto. You're
0: like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's us. All Watch right, out, here's man. ours.
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right. There's <laughs> a new unit of measure, 1.25 Kaczynski's. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're a little bit over it. That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um but uh and, and with that, what you were saying too, it was always part of it was just like, you know, um there's all there's been a lot of top ten, top twenty five, top fifty, or whatever, but it's like we wanted to dive in, man, because everybody and, and I, as I spoke to this a little bit in like the little intro write of thing, I just like everybody's experience with the N sixty four is you kinda had Mario, you had Goldeneye, you had Rogue Squadron, but you had a weird licensed game that you're well-intentioned ant got you or you had mm-hmm. a weird racing game or like five weird racing games or something like that. So it so was many. important. Yeah. It was important that whatever game you had on your mind, you'd like find something that was written with a little bit of not only hopefully, you know, like we did our job and were funny, but also like, I'll be damned. They like played it. This comes from someone who played it, you know,
0: who knows the games. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And that that's what I said. It definitely feels like that piece comes across. Cause each one does feel personal, I feel. Other than what's his name, Chad Chandler or Dean Chandler, yeah. hey. uh, hating on my South Park hey. and giving down. Well, Dr. you know, what, I will say, uh, talk, talk about finding your villain, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that, that is a Chad move,
2: though, putting DK64 up that high, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> son oh, of a bitch. Oh, she's right
0: now but like i said now great work on our article guys it uh if anyone hasn't read it please make sure to click it and also watch the youtube video too cuz i said i i actually did both and i like, yeah it threw me here in a british accent it's really <laughs> cool like... it's yeah it's it,
3: it, the british accent and just it's like when you um when uh when like maybe you hear a book on tape and it's from the author itself and um there's maybe the same content, but in a fun, different way, where it's almost this alter- oh, yeah. alternative version of kind of the same stuff. It's not just the same exact thing. So I think that's great. And even just like uh, I think Kevin said, if you just don't feel like reading, it's it's there too,
2: <laughs> or don't know how <laughs> to, to, you know, if you don't know how to, <laughs> words is hard. So,
3: and he did a great job. He's got all the footage and stuff, and that's something our list doesn't do. Is to you know, we talk about a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and again, if we've done a good job, you can kind of get what it's mean. But just to you know, see a thing in action, to kind of go with some of the, it, it helps bring a lot of the copy to life i think too so it's yeah it's a really cool yeah, thing he yeah did.
2: i'm a big fan of his youtube videos and then like when he started doing hard drive it was like a nice it just felt like the perfect mold you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
1: no oh, yeah 100%. no all the videos he's been putting up lately on hard drive have been great so definitely go make sure you guys check out hard drive give it subs over on youtube because they put a lot of work into them too it's high quality stuff Thank and it's guys. actually still funny too which Thank is the most important thing it's Yeah, sure. you know, like
3: I said, it's like I do want to do a good job and everything, but that will forever be the, uh, you know, the, 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 the true north of it all. It's just trying to, trying to be funny.
1: <laughs> You're still just putting off playing Earthbound finally, aren't you? <laughs> no, dude, that's me acting, man. I know Earthbound,
3: but that's just me acting my ass <laughs> off. <laughs>
1: yeah, for anyone out there, like, hard drives is great because, like, they can just become a <laughs> meme based on a headline. So if you've ever seen the Earthbound Super Fan become play ready to play game for first time, that's yeah, Mark right here. That's me. That's me. I've seen it. I've
3: seen it made into I want to say like Yakuza or something like that or something, you know, when it starts getting made. Now it's not that prevalent, but it's like I've seen I've seen, it seen made other, into other
2: versions things. of it too where it, it's yeah. you but they change your TV to be something else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's it's kind like, of fun You were the
3: RetroPie 2 guy, right? Oh no, no the no, no. I know what the one you mean though. Um that's a friend at Jeremy's, uh, like the guy. Hey, that was Jeremy? Okay. Yeah, it was like, what is it? Why, why get a? <laughs> why get a mini SNES when you can get a retro Pride? And never shut up about it or something, <laughs> something like that. I think I tried to emulate that. No pun intended, but I tried to do that same kind of, you know. I copied his, like, weirdly hostile facial expression for something. Like, I'm defensive that the world knows I haven't played Earthbound or something. <laughs> Dude, on,
1: on gaming Twitter, that has become, like, the default just, like, shut up response. Anytime, like, someone, like, something new comes out with, like, emulators on it and, like, someone will just bitch about a RetroPie. Yeah. I just see that face or that headline every single good time.
2: Yeah. So it's awesome. It's that like the click hole guy, like, worst guy you know has a good opinion or whatever it was. Yes, exactly.
3: That, just like that. That's when it's powerful is when the image alone now makes you remember a headline like you know what i mean that you've got the headline yeah. memorized or uh, and it's just like yeah that's that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty crazy what i happens.
0: <laughs> now but guys i mean uh now speaking of you guys do your job very well keep it humorous thank you thank keep it you relevant and then you got miller light and their latest commercial and they just they, they just fucked up i mean um In a commercial, I don't know, I I think I've seen her in a few movies. Uh, She's an actress, I think a comedic actress. But Miller Lite's big spiel in the commercial is basically uh, throughout history. Women have been brewing beer, and then they put us in bikinis. And they basically show off all the Coors Light, Miller Lite logos of girls in bikinis drinking beer and their ad which i still haven't determined if it's actually true now there is a link and stuff but it's like send us your shit meaning all the adverts all the cardboard cutouts send it to them and they're going to get rid of it and in the in the commercial they try to make it sound like they're going to they're going to make it into compost and send it to their women brewers so they can brew it into the good beer you want to drink but they want to get they want to rub out the past and all these adverts
3: I'll rub one out to that pile.
0: Of <laughs> I mean, Adverts? Adverts? stuff like Brad over here. Are you British? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just, ah, man. It's so, I mean, coming on the heels of Bud Light and the shit they just went through and the loss they've had, this goes like, what? Like, why did you think this was going to be a good idea? So naturally, as Jim has labeled it, it's our it's our drinkers mad or you know whatever mad of the week and a lot of people are like Wow! fuck Miller. And the, the best positive of both Miller and Bud getting all this hate is the amount of love our boys Yingling are getting, because that's a PA beer, mm. oldest brewery Bro. in America.
3: Is it? I, you know what? Oh, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, but that's no, just no. something synonymous yeah. with me. I was like, uh, I didn't know if Pennsylvania it makes sense. I would have guessed Ohio just because growing up in Michigan, doing stand-up in the Midwest, something about as soon as you cross into Ohio is yangling everywhere. Yingling everywhere. So, uh yeah. But, so, okay, it must just be Pennsylvania's... You know, like it's it's impact is, is okay. Awesome. Sorry to interrupt you, but that's no, very, no, uh, no. But that's yeah, great. That's great.
0: all I love the Yingling love, and I support that hundred percent because Jim good. and I have been supporters of Yingling. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, fuck Miller, fuck all these with their terrible ads. Well, I and mean, so, like, that, oops, yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. Sorry.
2: No, I'll wait for you to explain. I'm, I'm still not even sure I fully understand. Like, what's yeah, going on?
1: So, like, so in the ad, like they're basically like you know girl bossing and saying you know we're moving on and just promoting female things, uh, brewers and stuff like that. And I was like, like I, like I don't like the ad because it wasn't funny and I get what they were doing. But I also get what they're doing where it's just they're aping what Bud Light did. They saw all the attention Bud Light did. So they're like, what's going to piss off the exact same people the most? So my mm-hmm. theory is they're just like, because you're seeing it with a lot of shit now too. like So they mm-hmm. put out, you know, girl's going to girl boss and we're all supporting and we're throwing away the past. Because that was the big complaint about Bud Light. They're like... Oh, you're throwing away your past customers. So, mm-hmm. you know, all we're gonna do is give you free advertisement by talking about it nonstop and pretending like it was this big thing. So now, Mirror Light's doing it. Men's Warehouse has a uh, like an effeminate looking man. Not sure if trans or not, but like kind of in a dress and like they He's had that, a poster. You're, post you're about not gonna
2: it. like the way you look. I guarantee yeah. you.
1: Yeah, something. Like that. Yeah, exactly.
3: You're not gonna like the way your son looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just...
1: But, yeah, so so that's why I had to put it up here because, like, I was just looking through this, like, trail of comments and whatever thing you're on, we'll have the link down below. And it's the exact same shit, the same people getting mad all over again. And even to your point, Brian, about them, like, yeah, one person's like, well, that's why I'm only going to go to Yangling. And then, of course, someone's going to post, you know, Yangling's had, like, Pride Month labels or Pride Month things. Like, every company does it, so... Right. I just think it's hilarious that like p- people are still getting this mad over the same thing all over again and being sucking into it every time, it's and especially baby. the beer boys out there.
3: <laughs> it's getting I, tough. It's like uh, the, old, uh, the old Adam West Batman movie when he's got the bomb, and just everywhere he turns, you can't throw it there. That's yeah. like a guy trying to, trying to find a beer to drink these days,
2: huh? <laughs> Fosters, baby. You got to exactly. stick to the, fo- the your big <laughs> can of
3: Fosters. 150 years old. They're not progressive. Big, blue,
2: apolitical <laughs> cane. Look, they're I stuck think. on an island.
1: They things are slower to get over there. So they haven't gone woke yet. It's safe. It's the only safe one for the boys to go out for.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm a little bit spotty on Australian history, but if it's a uh, Australian and some over a century old, like what what was the whole like how far <laughs> removed from a, a a colony of prisoners were they when they started brewing yeah, this, this stuff?
2: Is, yeah, it was probably brewed in a toilet originally. If I had to guess, <laughs> <That's what> <laughs> <laughs> the original toilet wine. You can actually still taste some of that. <laughs> 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 I
1: think Wayne's drinking his uh, delicious uh, seltzer water that Kevin wishes he had. Ooh, Good old LaCroix,
0: the key lime.
2: <laughs> and that lasts no last, too. Wow. That's, very
0: fancy. I'm still drinking out my oh. no IPA May glass. My customer. Oh, nice. Glass. So, nice. But yeah. Yeah.
3: So, is it a thing that you guys do you guys enjoy IPAs and like come June you will be drinking them again? Or are you like kind of always not into them and come May it's like we really just sound we, we spread the word a little bit?
0: So, it's funny. So, when we started the podcast, like, we were, I mean, to say amateur at other beers outside of, like, a handful of non-macros. Then it's like, okay, IPAs, they definitely are an acquired taste. They're, like, the first time anyone has whiskey and they go, fuck, that burns. And then when Mm -hmm. you appreciate it more, you're like, oh, better whiskey's out there. Uh, But the problem with IPAs is that it is so goddamn dominant i equate it to the how fpss were during the 360 reign and that uh-huh. ps3 and ps4 like <laughs> that's the only genre that mattered in gaming forever and even right now it's yeah. just fortnite and whatever for now it's tears you know that little indie game tears of the kingdom mm-hmm. but uh you know like ipas have managed to have this stranglehold on beer styles like every time you go to a brewery i guarantee there's at least four or five ipas brewed by that brewer And, you know, it's one of those things where we just went, okay, like, how about we celebrate other styles of beer so people can be exposed to ones that you've never even tried? So, like, you know, Jim, you know, he started getting into stouts and sours and things that he didn't drink because it's so much easier to go to a beer store and there's five aisles filled with IPAs. So you really have to search out the other shit. And, you know, so it was just kind of like. And I'm a sucker for things that rhyme, so it was just no IPA May, and Great. Uh, yeah. yeah, it it, it we started it two years ago. It was just an easy thing. We'd reach out the folks like, hey, if you're not drinking IPAs, send us your foes. What are you drinking? Let us know what you like, and uh, yeah, we just kept it up. We started sending prizes like glasses, shirts, stickers, shit like that. So it's I'll just see. a it's just a fun way. I'm curious, like, what do people go to if you limit if you eliminate IPAs, and mm-hmm. yeah. That that's part of the fun for us doing that. It's awesome.
3: I'm glad I could come on, and I'm glad I, without knowing it, followed uh, played into it. Yeah, the, you, you played know. right into yeah. it.
0: Yeah, and Kev did too. <laughs> yeah. You played us like a fiddle, damn that's it. That's right. <laughs> Not drinking your Miller Lights, <laughs> like, even if it is, is just
1: We're Australian Budweiser. But yeah. eh, that's fine. hey. hey it's yeah. important. It's imported. It's fancy. Yeah. Exactly. when you were talking
3: about that ad i was like it starts off like even if i don't think it's great it's like well-intentioned enough but then like you just kept saying stuff and i was like oh no oh no like send us in your stuff and we'll burn it we'll make it into the fucking new beer yeah well that's, the problem is like they, that's wild
0: like you like how you guys i would argue in your article you know how to go hard in the paint and complete the joke they yeah. did they they clearly had horrible writers who don't know what comedy is, and they're trying to be funny. And the gimmick is like, send us your shit, and they always block out the word shit, and oh. we'll turn it into good shit. And they oh, literally wow. have women now holding up piles. It says the good shit or the bad shit, and then they're dumping it and they're turning it into. I'm like, wow, this is just this is just awful because it's a terrible, like, boring, not funny at all.
2: Well, you know, this is a great uh, – this is actually a great opportunity for me to say Miller Lite, if you'd like me to uh, write anything. I've I, <laughs> I, I reviewed go. 25 <laughs> Nintendo 64 games. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Pretty funny. I could maybe work on
1: this.
3: <laughs> there, Brian, there, isn't
1: there a nice dichotomy, too, with this coming out during no IPA May? Because what, what seems to always win no IPA May, Brian, when it comes down to likes and
0: votes? Well, I mean, we reach out to a lot of folks. And scantily clad women tend to be what submit and get the most well-received receptions and votes. So, Mm. yeah, you know, it's like, and I know, I don't know how your guys' takes are, but one of the best summations of this, I actually saw because it was shown to Joe Rogan, and he just said, first of all, he's like, they they in this commercial they said women are the ones that have been brewing your beer since the beginning of time. And he's like, Well, people have, but whatever. And he's like, and the problem is some people look really good in a bikini and makes other people want to buy it. He's like, That's all this is. He's like, so it's not a thing like they purposely it's like sex sells for a reason. The original and booth babes. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean booth here's Babes the gone, deal. gone
2: the way of the dodo though, Brian. That's you know, you gotta wonder why. Remember what they took from you.
0: But they haven't. That's that's the joke, right? Like we act like it has, and then you go anywhere, and you still go to stadiums. And who's selling the beer out of the little containers? Who's the Bud Light girls and Miller Light girls yeah. in the corners?
2: I'm I'm pretty detached, I guess. I have, I'm like, when have I been to a stadium? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No.
1: I mean, like Kevin's talking about, like when you go to conventions and stuff like that. Like it used to be the thing. Like big setup, like super hot women right there, just drawing people in, and they've mm-hmm. moved away from that.
0: i guess i just went to the beer store no i was saying i just went to a beer store and uh they always send they always have someone standing there giving out samples now they're obviously not bikinis but i will say there's a certain demographic that they use uh that certainly seems to bring people over and want to try out that beer is it Mm -hmm. a quinky dink I don't know if it had guys like Jim and me trying to sell it. Something tells me you won't be buying as much or trying that beer as much. Hey, just no, saying. hey, it's, no, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, I, I guess there's there's I a might. certain
3: amount of, you know, some people some people should really try to become horse jockeys, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just with with the hand you've been dealt. I don't think that, a lot of you know, uh, yeah, so maybe some people should try to fucking like, you know, be ring girls in boxing because that's just the, that's just what works. We don't want guys like Mark, Jim, Kevin, and Brian holding up round four. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm better off writing about Buck Bumble.
2: That's right, that's right. That's we all
3: have our, you know, things to contribute. That's fine. Yeah. You know what troubles me about Bud Light? And it's not you know, obviously it's like I think it's a waste of energy to be like, wasn't it so fucked up and misogynistic in the eighties? Like, yeah, of course it was, but it wasn't just Miller Light. It wasn't just this or anything, but Bud Light used to have Spuds McKenzie, and I don't like I don't like when a dog dies, and they. I, I wish they would have gotten a new dog or something. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. They, they, someone like if any, that's like a home run waiting for someone to just like, just like have a dog. Bud Light had different. a dog in the eighties. Everyone still loves idea. dogs. You know. Yeah, you know first, what? That's, first beer, or get a dog's yeah. going to crack this thing wide open, guys. I just realized that.
2: Mm-hmm. That is, that, I think that's the solution here. Like, let's just you know, the culture war will end if we just get dogs selling beer again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could have replaced exactly. Spuds and nobody would have ever known. Like, find a dog who looks just like Dude, that. Nobody yeah. will know. Like, isn't Spuds a little bit old? I don't know. I don't care. I'm going to
1: buy cares, it. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we, we're in the
1: internet age. How does not one of these taking just a cat and put it on Twitter with an ad for something and
2: just let that take off?
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I can has Bud mm-hmm. Light? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah.
2: They're, like, they're always Dude, if, a little bit late to that. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to yeah. be doing that kind of stuff a little bit later than we all were.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Sam Adams is going to have a Ugandan Knuckles one in four years. And you're going to be
2: like, aw. All all your Miller Lite belong to us. (laughs) Damn (laughs)
0: it. All of a sudden, Kev, you know Foster's is coming out. And as you're drinking that, they're going to use you as a spokesperson to write the (laughs) email. Yeah, I I will be there immediately. (laughs)
2: With my dog, if I had one.
0: Yeah. But no, I am curious. I do want to see what is the next beer company... I mean the two biggest ones obviously already threw their hat in a ring, so who knows. Dos Equis will be now it's the most interesting woman in the world and There so, you go. It, yeah, you know, It's that's that's just a natural progression, that I'm sure we're gonna see. No, but guys, be
2: interesting. yeah, they like well they 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 use a woman in their ads, but it's good and then the other everybody else is like moving away from it, you know? Mhm. just yeah. switching it up, same
0: shit, different day exactly
1: (laughs) beer is caught up to uh the rat race of outrage porn and commercials for just attention yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) no but gents we want to thank you guys so so much for hopping on with us uh i love talking the article once again all the links are below and congratulations on the
1: success of the article too because it's all everyone talked about
3: thank you thank you thank you and thank you guys really really appreciate it thank you
0: no but uh With that, guys, we want to say thank you so much for watching. If you are watching on YouTube, please make sure you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell, so that way the algorithm does pick us up. And if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, give us a five-star rating. And even if you want to bash us in the comments, we will read it on each and every one of these Power Hour podcasts. With that, we want to say thank you, guys, have a good night, and cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.